Hey everybody, it's Lou Brown, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, all the live stuff. We have a great show for you today. I'm going to be talking about real estate as the ideal investment and we're going to have the final chapter, Leverage. Yeah, baby. Yeah. I hope you have had a fantastic last week and this week has already started off big for us and I've got some really cool stuff for you. Uh, I, I like to start off with the wins of the week and we've definitely had a great win this week. We had a gentleman join us. His name is Ericus and he was a real player and it's just a great example of who we are and what we do on the path to home ownership, right? So you, as a certified affordable housing provider, you offer a program in your local community and anywhere else you want to called the path to home ownership. And we had this great guy, he showed up, he said, listen, I want that house. And so he says, well, and we explained to him, well, it need about, I think that particular property needed about $6,600 as the option fee. And so he says, I want that house. And we explained to him, it's the option fee plus the first month's rent when you're at the silver level. Well, he was very interested in that. He says, well, my company is transferring me and they're going to be paying everything. And we said, yeah, baby, that sounds like a plan. Well, that plan ended up not being the plan that ultimately happened because the company did pay, but they only paid about $3,200. So whatever they told him they were going to do is not what they did. And so as a result, he had to continue to build up his money. Well, house number one came and went, he was not able to get that house. So then he says, well, I'm putting it on the next house that you have come available. Well, sure enough, another house did come available. He joined us about three months ago. Another house came available and we said, Ericus, maybe this is the house for you. He went and looked at it. He said, yeah, baby, I want that house. We said, you got to get your money in. Otherwise it's on the open market for other path to home ownership clients and someone else might get it ahead of you. Well, sure enough, that's exactly what happened. Someone else got the home. So he says, I'm sticking with you. And we said, well, get the rest of the money. And so sure enough, he kept bringing us in 500, a thousand, 500, a thousand. He built himself up. And I'm proud to say last Monday, he closed on the home. Last Friday, he moved into the house. It was the third house that we were able to get him on. Turned out great. And of course, when we know who's going to move in, we know how much down payment they have. We know how much they can afford on a monthly basis. So that means we can actually go custom buy a property. In this particular case, this property came as a result of one of our clients who was on the path to home ownership, actually got good enough credit and good enough down payment to go buy somebody else's house which was just fine with us because that's exactly what the program is built to do. It's built to help people build up their credit, build up their down payment, and they might buy the house that they're in. They might buy a different house. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. But now Ericus has the amazing opportunity to own this home. And we did this on our silver level rent to own plan. So certainly guys, 
you have great opportunities out there to serve your people, serve your clients that are members of the program and be able to help them get uh, amazing home ownership. Now today we are going to be giving away at the end, I'm going to be giving away my book. It's called doing good while doing well. I'm going to give you a digital version or you'll have the opportunity to actually have one shipped to you, a live version. And this is an amazing book because it does give you some great insight into people all across the country that are certified affordable housing providers. And it's their story in their local community about what they're doing and how they're doing it and how they've been able to help people to obtain home ownership. So it's very inspirational as well. And I'm going to give you an opportunity to have your own copy of that at no charge. How about no charge? You like that program? I think it's also known as free. <laughs> yes, I'm doing it for free for you. Let's see here. Now, uh, oh, oh, one thing to say uh, also about Ericus, I just wanted to mention that it was a foundation that put up the money for his initial down payment. So the company that he works for, well, let's just say it's the Colonel, if you know what I mean, in the food service business. And they, uh, that's a franchise operation. So certain franchises happens to work for a bigger franchisee and they have their own foundation. So they actually gave him down payment assistance. And that's one thing you want to introduce to local foundations. And you also want to look for foundations that will help their employees to obtain home ownership. Now you can introduce the concept to local foundations. And in fact, in my house monster system, there is a letter to foundations in there. So, Take that as a, an, as a reminder that foundations many times will give down payment assistance, especially to employees that allowed the foundation to occur in the first place or the company and business that allowed the foundation to occur in the first place. What a great thing that uh, you are helping that person with and also that the foundation can do to help the community. Uh, so I thought I'd mention that to you as well. All right. Now we are now headed into our topic of the day and the topic of the day is leverage when real estate is the ideal investment. Well, I started this series about five weeks ago and I, I mentioned a story that I was in a book called Walking with the Wise in Real Estate. And it was written some years ago. In fact, one of the authors in the book was actually Donald Trump back when he was a real estate investor. And there's some really great stories in this book. And my, my chapter in the book was on real estate is the ideal investment. Uh, I for income, D for depreciation, tax write-offs, E for equity, equity buildup, uh, A for appreciation, the benefits that you get from owning real estate. And today I'm going to be talking about the final letter L for leverage. Well, 
Real estate provides an amazing opportunity to do things that you really cannot do in other industries. And for people like you and me, for average people that are just purchasing property, holding property long-term, maybe selling it in the future, maybe keeping it as an income stream for retirement. Certainly the opportunity is big when you, when you deal with residential real estate. And I love residential real estate. And there's a big reason that I do because people need houses. They need a place to lay their head. They need a safe place to live. And so as a result, everyone needs a home. Now in our world, real estate allows something that other investments don't allow. And that is to leverage that asset. Now let's say for example, that you buy a piece of real estate. Well, the bank will automatically give you 80% of value. Now that means that if you buy a property for a hundred thousand dollars, the bank will give you $80,000. You can take that $80,000 and invest in other real estate, or you can buy that hundred thousand dollar property and the bank will give you an 80% loan, but they will even with insurance go up to 97% of the value of the property. So all you have to put in is like 3% of the value of the property to own it. Now that my friends is what we call leverage because you've got that 97% being financed by the bank, literally by your signature, you have now got up to 97% of the value of the property. And that can be a very big thing when it comes to being able to expand your portfolio, buy more properties and leverage. So let's think about this. Now with the stock market, for example, the stock market allows leverage too, but only 50% of value. So if you bought a hundred thousand dollars worth of stock, the stock market, it says, look, you're good. We're going to give you a loan of $50,000 against that hundred thousand dollars worth of stock. And if that property, excuse me, if that stock drops in value by a certain amount on, on a day's length of time, we're going to do what's called a margin call because we are concerned that we're not safe in this transaction. So you're going to have to come in with a chunk of money to cover this loan that we've given you. Well, that just doesn't happen in real estate. Uh, when you own real estate, it keeps its value. It holds its value typically for a, an extended period of time. Now I'm not saying that markets don't go up and markets don't go down. In fact, I talked about that last week, uh, but we have some great opportunities coming our way. And in fact, I'm going to be, be having a whole conversation about that next week. And so in our world, we love the fact that leverage is a big part of the real estate game because you get so much more leverage than you can in other types of investments. So definitely take advantage of leverage. Now, one thing to say about how we do leverage is we love to start with the seller as the bank. In fact, in my volume one buying, and also my training, my four day training on millionaire deal maker, where I'm teaching you how to structure transactions. One of the places that we raise our money from is the seller themselves, because the seller already has a thing called equity. 
one of the things in the ideal investment is equity and the seller already has equity. Now they can lend you that equity in the form of a purchase money note. So what a great way to leverage yourself when the seller actually will carry back financing. So we love that one. And in some cases, the seller already has an existing loan on the property. Well, there are ways to take over that existing loan. Again, leverage for yourself. You get to save your credit report. You get to save any open to buy that you might have as an investor because you can take over the existing financing of the seller. So that's another way you can leverage. The third way you can leverage is to actually borrow from the bank. And like I already said, they're pretty much going to, if they like the asset and they like your ability to pay, they're going to give you an 80% loan off the bat. And with insurance, like I said, you can take that up to 97% of value. So you've got another way you can lever using your own credit if you wanted to do that. Now, to me, that's not the street smart way of investing. So I have been in this business for over 40 years. I've never been to the bank. I've never qualified for a loan on a single family or small multifamily property. And the reason is I don't have to. I figured out that there's other ways that I can purchase that property without having to use bank financing. Another way that we fund our deals is private money financing. Now I love private money lenders, been doing that since almost day one that I got into this business now over 40 years. Some of my lenders have been with me literally for decades, for decades, and they love what we do. They love how we do it and they love their return on investment as well. So we love private money lenders. And another type of lender is what's called hard money lenders. And again, they'll lend up to 65% usually off the bat, some all the way up to 75% on hard money loans. And that's typically more of an investment type loan where they're taking a risk with you. Maybe you haven't fixed up the property yet. And so they're taking a risk, but they're not going to give you as much as a bank would give. Now the bank wants to see fixed up properties. So there's your opportunity cost when you, when you work with a hard money lender, but there's many ways we can finance our transactions and that produces that wonderful L called leverage, baby. Hey, well, we have an amazing opportunity. Uh, I, I love teaching and I love showing people how to build amazing businesses. And I'm very proud to say that many of our licensees have become multimillionaires in this business, starting with me from ground zero, literally having no properties or just a handful of properties and now having huge numbers of properties and millions of dollars in equity that we talked about on leverage and I would, uh, our ideal investment. And I would love to have you join me at the upcoming millionaire jumpstart. And that's a three day event. We're going to be doing it at the end of the month in August in Pennsylvania. We're going to be in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. That's going to be August 27, 28, 29. 
So I would love to see you there live and in person. And in fact, I'm offering a great opportunity for you to do that. Only $99 for the full three days. Now, when you come to the event, you're going to get a very special manual that is going to have some of my best documents in it. And these are the documents that we're going to cover while you're in class. So millionaire jumpstart, baby. It's a great thing. And in fact, while you're there, you also have the opportunity to upgrade right away uh, to the VIP. And I strongly encourage you to be a VIP because we're going to be together. You're going to be up close and personal. You're going to have a table because general admission does not have a table, but you are going to have a table and you are, and you can bring your spouse, your significant other, your 100% business partner. Uh, this it's a wonderful thing when you have others that can support you in building your business. Now, one of the things we're also going to do is I'm going to take you to dinner. Isn't that a great thing on Saturday night? So all our VIPs are going to have the opportunity to join me for dinner and I'm going to be buying. And another thing that is included in the VIP is a special one-on-one -on -one with good old Lou. Now that means it's a certificate that you can use anytime you want to. You could use it before the event, after the event, uh, it, you, it's completely up to you how and when you use that certificate, but it's a private consultation with me. So think about, you might have a deal working or you could have a deal working in the future. You got a chance to be mentored directly by Lou on that particular deal or a challenge, an issue, whatever it might be, getting your trusts in place, having an issue with a resident, whatever the, the challenges might be in your world. I encourage you to join us at Millionaire Jumpstart, millionairejumpstart.com uh, and forward slash Lou is going to give you a very special discount that we've got um, uh, put together for you for this particular event. Can't promise you that that's going to be the same deal in the future. Things are going up, things are becoming more expensive. So we definitely just want to try to give you the opportunity to take advantage of this event while it's still so inexpensive, giving you an opportunity to learn the entire business model over a three day period. Now I'm going to be focusing on buying right and buying cheap, holding property for the long-term return and protecting all that you create using trusts. So we're going to cover the entire spectrum of real estate while we're together in that three day event. And I'm going to be giving you a lot of my street smart secrets, that I've developed over 40 years of being in this business of buying, holding and selling. So definitely join me for that three day event. Yeah, baby. All right, Scott, do you have, and by the way, everyone, Here's your opportunity to ask me questions while we're live and in person together. So any questions you have about real estate, that means buying, buying right, buying cheap, holding property long-term, uh, residence in your property, the path to home ownership, uh, renovations, negotiations, land trusts, personal property trusts, everything that may come up in your world, any kind of property management issues, lease options, owner financing, 
That's what we do in our business. And I welcome you to ask me any questions you might have on those things. And also leverage. If you have any questions about leverage as well, I'm happy to answer those questions. All right, Lou, we've got quite a few questions to go through and between when you started and now a torrential downpour has occurred here in Costa Rica where I'm at. So if you hear this pounding in the background, it's rain. Sorry about that. I asked rain them to in wait. Costa Rica, what an unusual thing. <laughs> I asked them to wait, but they couldn't wait. <laughs> Gerald has a couple questions. And the first is, hi, Lou, with the eviction foreclosure moratorium being extended now to October 3rd, how do you handle your lease purchase tenant buyers and your owner finance buyers who cannot pay? Well, Gerald, what I would encourage you to do, unfortunately, uh, we've got this challenge of an additional extension and some jurisdictions are ignoring it. And the reason they're ignoring it is because it's unconstitutional. There's a contract between the resident in the property and the owner of the property or the manager of the property. And that is the basic foundation of our business is contract law. It's basic foundation of all business, frankly, not only in this country, but worldwide. And so what's happening is a, a quasi governmental agency, an advisory agency has come out with a mandate that they don't have the right to do. And the Supreme court already told them that, and they went ahead and did it anyway. So I don't think that this has got legs to stand on. However, we are here and we are now. So what do we do? Well, first of all, like, like I was saying, some courts are not paying attention to that. They're moving forward and some sheriffs and remember this, the sheriff is the constitutional law officer of the county in which the property is located. So sheriffs may choose to go forward with evictions. So those are two different anomalies that may exist, meaning that they, those opportunities exist in your area to go ahead and retrieve your property from a non-payer. But the third thing is to go ahead and file the eviction anyway go ahead and file the dispossessory action or whatever they call it in your area. And the reason you want to do that is to cause behavior. So sometimes people uh, have a wake up call when there's the knock, knock, knock on the door and it's the sheriff and they're trying to serve papers. So always be aware that that can cause the resident to do something. We certainly do use that as a tool whenever someone gets behind and they're not working with us on a payment plan and they're kind of sticking their head in the sand and ignoring us. Okay. The only other option is to go ahead and file that, that dispossessory action. And when that occurs, surprising things occur <laughs> that they will bring in their money. They'll bring in all their money or some of the money. They'll do a workout with you. So definitely take action. Gerald would be my advice on that. Great answer, Lou. And he had a follow-up question. Are we required to record the affidavit of trust in the county records? It seems it provides more privacy if we do not record it unless required by the county. Well, the affidavit of trust is, uh, 
First of all, if you are deeding a property out of your name into the trust name, I do advise you to record that on public record. And there's many reasons why. First of all, you want your name off public record. If someone were looking to sue and you don't own anything, well, they, that might be one of those lawsuits that disappears and never shows up. Uh, if it does get recorded, then they're going to sue the trust and not you personally. So I advise you, number one, in my world, what I do is we do record each property uh, in its own trust. Now, beyond that, uh, if you don't yet have property in trust, then that would be something to do ASAP. Getting your name off public records is one of the goals of learning how to protect your assets. Great. So you brought up the trust and I'm going to jump ahead to Leonardo. He asked maximum asset shield. If I miss Thursday, will there be a chance to get it or not? Yes, Leonardo, uh, we will be recording that. So for attendees of the event, you will be able to get a recording of that event. And we have a, can we tell them about the book? Which book? We have, we have the maximum asset shield.com forward slash book. And now I don't know if I'm supposed to tell anybody oh, yeah, or not. Tell about that. That's for another day. That's for another day. Okay. All right. So then we'll move on to Patty. And you might've answered that when you were talking, uh, answering uh, Gerald's questions, but how is yeah. the moratorium affecting this? So I'm going to just say this was well, the real estate. Patty, let me expand on the answer that I gave. And one of the solutions that we do and have done in our business is we took rentals off the table. We are no longer doing any rentals to, uh, for the, obviously for apartments, we're doing rentals, but for single family homes, we're only doing our rent to own, or owner finance path to home ownership plan. So this is what we focus on. And just as I started out today talking about uh, Ericus and how he was able to get a property from us, his is a rent to own level because he's on our path to home ownership. And that's unfortunately how we have to do business in these COVID times is we took rent off the table and that's the answer because if you're getting 3.7% or more from your client that's moving in, well, you're covered pretty significantly and it gives you an opportunity to confirm their income before they move in and make sure that they have a significant amount of income over and above what your rent is. So we look at take home pay and we look at three times, the rent. So if they're, as an example, if their rent is $1,500 a month, they have to have $4,500 a month in take home pay in order to qualify in the first place. So that money coming in, first, first of all, that protection of the income and verifying their income. The third thing that we're doing is we're requiring the, the resident who's moving in with us to go on payroll deduction. Now, what that means is a direct deposit from their check directly into our bank account. So none, none of this cash to check, grant to, no, they have to direct deposit directly from 
their employer into our bank account. So the employers are already deducting for other things off of their check. Well, every pay period, they can just deduct off half of our rent and send it a monthly payment. It's what we call it, the monthly payment and send it in directly to our account. So that's another way you can assure and ensure your future resident uh, relationship. And we do have a special document for that, that we do provide to our clients as well. Awesome. awesome. Uh, Leonardo has a follow-up question. Could you please tell me a little bit more about UWE, please? Okay. So UWE, uh, UWE <laughs> is the new name for FES, which is Financial Education Services that we've been a part of for over five years. And we've had great success with that, meaning that our clients that are joining us typically have less than perfect credit. So United Credit Education Services, UCES, is a nonprofit organization that does credit restoration. And they've done a super job for about 17, 18 years now. And so as a result of offering that to our clients, not only does that help them, not only does that help them establish a better foundation to build towards home ownership, but you get paid for it as well. So when they sign up, you're making a hundred dollars. And while they're staying in the program, you're making $12 a month residual income. And one of the greatest things is that it's very inexpensive for the clients, only $89 a month. And not only are they getting those, credit restoration services, they're getting a whole battery of other things that come with it, such as a will, trust, power of attorney that comes with the package as well. They get a lot of really good things. They get a dashboard where they can input their uh, information and be able to track their, their uh, score, their credit score. They get uh, budgeting, they get a, uh, bunch of things. So it really is worthwhile, not only to help them restore their credit, but they typically stay on after that and you continue to get residual income because of all the other services that they're getting with it as well. So it's something definitely you can open up to your clients and you can find out more about that. And Scott, be prepared for this to put it into the chat, but you can provide, you can find out more about that by going to E, the letter E, the letter Z F I X fix credit.com E Z fix credit.com. And that'll give you all the information you need. And if you need more information beyond that, call our 800 number 1-800-578-8580. That's 1-800-578-8580. We'll be more than happy to follow up with anyone that wants to know more about that. Or you can just sign up for it right there at easyfixcredit.com. Now, if you want to become an agent, it would be easyfixcredit.com forward slash agent. All right. So we have one more question. It's from uh, Rodolfo. Thanks, Rodolfo. Can House Joint Resolution 192 play a part in my property purchases? <laughs> There's a there's a lot of things that have been proposed. Uh, a lot of things that we don't know what we don't know about what they're going to do. And 
there, you know, when I look at proposals, I also look at the way our government is structured. And so there's a lot of obfuscation. There's a lot of hurdles to, to climb, to, to be able to pole vault over before we can do anything with it. So uh, if you like it, you should tell your congressperson. If you don't like it, you should tell your congressperson because that's the most important thing. Each one of those Congress people represent about 750,000 people. Uh, and that's it, just their district. That's all they represent. So if you want to talk to a member of the House of Representatives and you're from California and they're from Georgia, they don't want to hear from you because you can't do a thing for them. Uh, they, they don't want to talk to you, but someone who's a constituent who lives in their district, they absolutely will talk to them. That's who they're there for. They are their representative in Congress. And in the Senate, each state has two senators, two senators. It's kind of funny up in the Northeast where we've got these sliver states, each one of those little sliver states, some of them only 800,000 people have, have two senators. Isn't that funny? But then you got California, you got 35 million people and they got two senators. So it's kind of interesting how they structured that, but each state has the two senators and you can communicate with each of those senators and give them your opinion because each of those senators has a vote. So if it's coming over from the house to the Senate, or if it's originated over in the Senate to go to the house, whatever might be happening there, it could benefit you. Now, one of the things that they did pass in the last administration is they passed the in enterprise zones. So those enterprise zones is another tax benefit that you can have investing in enterprise zones, about 8,800 enterprise zones. So there's quite a few that you might be investing in that you could actually get some additional tax benefits. Uh, I won't go into all of that, but, but there are tax benefits to certain types of investments in certain areas. Very important to find out what is available in your area that may have filtered down from the federal government, but also there's state programs, there's city programs, there's county programs, there's many different other types of programs that could incentivize you to invest in real estate. So I wouldn't be so concerned about just what's being done at the federal level, but there's also benefits at the state, county and city level as well. I was going to say we had uh, all our questions answered, but Rudolfo, just, uh, I don't know if it's a question or a comment. Let's say house joint resolution 192 can help me in my property purchase. How, oops, we just talked that. Yeah, we just covered that. Oh, just, uh, how can I invoke it? Invoke it. Well, if it hasn't passed yet, you can't invoke anything. So would, would contacting the, uh, my congressman be a good step? That's exactly what I said. Yeah. Okay, great. So that brings us to the end of our questions and he just popped it up as I was coming on. So I didn't have time to sort of look and read it and I didn't want to miss it. So, so thank you very much Rodolfo. 
And uh, Lou, we've come close to, well, we've come to the end of our time together today. Uh, can you just let everybody know, uh, tune in next week on oh, Tuesday at 5.05, so, because what are we going to be talking about? Well, next week, I've got a great surprise for you, some really great information about the history of what's happened for a um, couple of decades, in fact, on what's happened with mortgage default rates. We're going to be talking about a variety of things related to mortgage defaults in the past, as well as reflecting on where we stand right now. And we're going to be looking at not only the federal level mortgage defaults, we're going to be looking at the top cities where there is the most mortgage defaults. We're going to be looking at HUD. We're going to be looking at Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac. So I'm going to give you a lot of insight into what I see based on the numbers that we have uncovered. And that's going to be next Tuesday at 5.05. So be sure and be here. Yeah, baby. <laughs>